Welcome to Yo Dom. I was doing the intro. He starts talking. Yo Dom, over here. Hey, hey Dom. Hey. Yo Dom. Sounds Dom. just like that. There you go. Cha-ching. How you Steve, doing, man? Steve Simone, how are you? I'm Steve Simone. Looks like a prison. <laughs> I never do it again. I promise. <laughs> So Where's if it's if it's from? if it's ninety degrees here in Philly, what what is it in Florida right now? Oh, it's blazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I people don't want to live here. That's how hot it is. It's like the tropics. And, and you know, all the people from Philly that like are heavily against Florida, they always wow. talk. They always talk about the bugs. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? Oh yeah. They shit on it because <laughs> of the bugs. Oh, too many bugs down in Florida. Too many bugs down. Le, le, but we, they don't we, they don't talk about the cockroaches walking around in South Philly that are just and they look like baseballs. Dude, there's something miserable about everything. So you just gotta pick your poison and go, what can well, you know, what can you live with? I don't I know. seen you that much since the uh, tannic, panic she brought us food and shelter. Thank you. Oh, during COVID? Yeah. Oh, Simone, you're a classic. It was, guy. It, was a, it was an honor and a pleasure. I was like, this is what you do. He went up against Eleanor, who was bringing us food, too. I saw Eleanor on Friday. She looks great. I don't oh, worry she... about how she looks. <laughs> keep, your mind, keep your eyes on the road, all right? <laughs> Tough guy. I, I brought her some of my mom's lasagna. You guys, when you come to Florida, you got to let my mom cook for you. She lives for it. You got to twist my arm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't miss a meal, cuz. I hate to, I, not only do I not miss a meal, I hate to waste a hungry. Like if I'm hungry and I eat something that's not the best, I feel like I wasted it. I, I feel like that's not, there's, there's no more awkward spot than when you go to an Italian woman's house and you're full and oh, she, you and she offers you food. It's, I have a buddy. It's, <laughs> I have a buddy. It, it's bad energy. Dude, I have a buddy of mine, Big Mike. He's six foot four, 415 pounds. My mom starts cooking three days before he shows up. She loves him. She's like, Big Mike's coming. All right. And then it's like, it's like, it's your living in the fast lane, baby. In the fast lane. (laughs) It's the absolute best. She just keeps on feeding them and feeding them. And it's like, you can, I don't know who's happier, Mike or my mom. Where are you doing stand up? Mostly around here? How do we see you? Mostly Florida. I'm trying to put together a new hour. So uh, BT over at Side Splitters has been really good to me. That's mm-hmm. a great room. Uh, and then he just opened up another room, a smaller room. So we, I, I was able to jump on Eleanor's show last weekend. Then there's an, a tiny little club. Steve, it's like the room you were talking about, that 80-seater you were talking about at Governor's. <laughs> the giggle room? Yeah, it's a little tiny spot in the middle of nowhere, Florida, called Winter Haven, Florida. And it's perfect. The guy that opened it up, it's only been there a year. The guy that opened it up, super cool. He's a comic. It's got low ceilings. It probably seats 80 people. And I'm is able it to. The, uh, the Laugh Out Lounge? Yes, is it? it is. Yeah, exactly. the, yeah, the Laugh Out Lounge. I'm not yes. that smart. I just Googled it, you know. This is <laughs> it. It's a great little room. Yeah, that's cool. Is Winter Haven, that's like. Kind of near Disney, but like not right. It's like in the middle of the state somewhere. Exact middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. And are you on? Are you on the east or west coast? Right in the middle. I'm in oh. between Tampa and Orlando, so I fly out of both airports. Got it. 
there's a there's a lot of clubs in Florida, right? Tons. Yeah, it's a yeah. big state. It's huge. Uh huh. You go to Disney World a lot. <laughs> What's that? You go to Disney Disney World a lot. I try and go to her once a week, <laughs> no matter where I am. Never been. If I'm unhappy, boom, I'm happy. Disneyland, put- Disneyland, Anaheim, right? Disney World. Oh, what did okay. I say? No, I'm saying Disneyland. You have Disneyland. He has Disney World. What a, what a world this is, huh? <laughs> the Russians are shooting at each other, and we're talking about Disney World. <laughs> Perfect. Dom, check out my shirt, buddy. I was going to surprise you. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie and some more You look the same, buddy. Look at that. My man, same smile, cuz. Yeah. Look at that. Makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> what part? <laughs> that you don't look like that or that Steve has you on a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got no, no reaction to that. Just, just move the show. <laughs> Let's move everything along like nothing happened. Do you, no do images you, do you guys do you, buy, do you buy one of those? I, I honestly think you should sell those. I, and you put Big Petey, Little Petey, Orthopedic Petey on the back, Joey Bag of Donuts, I'm, I'm in. I, I need this to su- support Dom, and I'm going to – if we get some people that want them, we're going to definitely shoot them <laughs> you gotta, out. You got to give them 20% of every shirt. Support Dom and his 50-year-old jokes. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember your act better than you do. I remember. <laughs> oh, that wasn't an insult. Oh, I remember asking you questions. You're like, how do you remember that? I'm like, but you're Dom Irera. Well, take it easy. Look what it got me. An interview with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful the world can be. <laughs> Steve, what's your favorite Dom Irera bit? Which one is it? Oh. Ooh. My, my, mine's mine's is the uh I like the smoking bad habit the smoking and he's mine's just, yeah, yeah. that's so right mine's Dom. Pepe the seventy seven year old arthritic bus boy you don't think maybe he deserves <laughs> that was yeah that was about uh, Michael Jordan he hadn't done yeah. it again. seven really years yet Bruce he Springsteen did. great guy Bruce Springsteen should be a great guy he makes hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> Doing what he loves. You really should have a tinge of an attitude problem. Pepe, the 77-year-old. <laughs> Maybe he should be a little upset with the hand life Delta. You don't what think are you, trying to, trying to get me burst out in tears? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 um, what do you mean? Well, I root for whoever I feel like. You think this, when I was a starving comic in New York, the Sixers were passing around the hat in the locker room, Bobby Jones? When I'm, when I'm, when I'm eating... What was it? Top ramen tattered underpants. <laughs> Do you think Dr. J was passing around the hat for Dom Make sure we book him again if I'm feeling down. <laughs> <laughs> tattered underpants. And what? then I just got nervous because, like, you're my friend, but then you're still Dom Irera. And that's the weirdest thing to me. Like, I remember listening to WIP whenever they would tease you like it was Santa Claus at the end of the Macy's parade. <laughs> Thursday, Dom Irera in the studio. Wednesday. Thursday, and there would be countdown, and then I just remember howling. Me and my dad, like pounding the kitchen table, like Henry Hill in the showers. Goodfellas. Like, Who was the guy that does all the, the, all the impressions? What's that? The guy that does all the impressions. He's doing Joe, his, Joe Conklin. Yeah, Joe Conklin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was busting his chops because he's doing the, the the Queen and the Wizard of Oz. 
It's in one of the, 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 the one of the West, whatever the West was, you know. The, the wicked I mean, witch move of the West. on, move on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How long are you going to milk with the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I, I did get starstruck when I met him. He was the first comedy album I ever bought. And you were the first comic I ever saw live. I, I think it was you. Am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm right here, you know. I get, you know, it's an honor. What were I you, sometimes do that. Dom, what were you saying about Michael Jordan? That One of those jokes was about Jordan? Is that what you were saying? Oh, it's because he, there, people were saying, he, need, you know, he deserves the ring. I said, you know. Like juxtaposed, like this lady who has seven kids, she doesn't deserve something in life, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I really feel that way about these some of these fucking athletes. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry he didn't win that, but there's check the people in the first house there, you know. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so deep. I'm so rich. <laughs> so enriched. Deep I, see the, I see the gift. That's bag. amazing. I see the gift bag in the back, Tom. Is that a gift bag over there? Where? In the back over there, there's a gift bag. I was going to say, did I miss your birthday or what? Your other shoulder. There's a this gift one? bag. Yeah, there's yeah. a gift bag behind you. Looks like there's some expensive stuff in there, cuz. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's going to blow. <laughs> it's ticking. <laughs> Do you have anything on you that might be construed as a weapon? <laughs> well, I certainly hope so. <laughs> that was one of my jokes? Yeah. <laughs> you said my favorite bits. I could do it all. I remember watching you at the comedy store. I remember when I was an infant. <laughs> my mother would put me to sleep to your bits. After you fall with Argus and you said, give it up to Argus for almost making you laugh. <laughs> Ooh, took, to the, took to the rim. Steve, did you ever follow Steve? Did you ever follow Dom at the store? I don't think so. No. No. That's when they bring out of a whole an orchestra had to play for a while. I remember Joey Diaz saying that Dom was the toughest follow. He was like Steve Simone, you know what it was like driving over that hill. No one got a follow Tom Irera. You were just going to eat it for 15 minutes. That's what, that was Mitzi's plan. She made me a soldier. I love Joe. Joe's a character. He's one of these guys. Hello. Oh, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so it's all conversation with him. That's nice, though. You know, he cares about you that way. That's, oh, a, good, yeah. that's a good conversation. No you don't want him to go too deep into it, you know? You're right. Where you been, man? Did you just sit down the whole time? Me? Hey, we got Adam Ray to come in. Oh, nice. But what about, what about you? Huh? What about you? You're here now. <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing. Just, my just about my act. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at, least, at least that act works. What's your favorite bit that you do? I don't have one. <laughs> he says sullenly. <laughs> well, yeah, you want me to give you one of mine? Nobody said yeah, that. No. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't play Governors yet, Simone. That's crazy. It was, it was, all, dude, it was like I, I, before you logged in, Dom, I was catching up with Steve and I told him how the setup was uh, they got the main room and the small room in the corner. 
haven't you seen were, that. What, was it set up oh, like yeah, that? I, was it yeah, always yeah. like that? No. From the outside, it don't look like much. Well, they, like they it, should about, about 80, 80 people, maybe? A little room? Well, in the side room, it was like 80. But the big room sat like 275. Oh, damn, really? Yeah. 275? That's, yeah. That's I, had, it was pretty big. But from the outside, it looks like a, like an old uh, like like auto body or a garage. Yeah, you would never. You would never guy, guess. But the guy who's, who runs the place, he's a great guy. Yeah, he was funny. James. His James. Name was. His suit and his tie. Very looks nice like guy. He, he just killed a couple guys last week. Don't say anything. <laughs> Dom, you said that. Hey, I didn't say that. Hey, I didn't hey. say that. It's but all he in jest, my friend. He definitely dressed to the nines every show. He looked good. Yeah. He looked sharp. He's got everybody in his family working there now. His daughter, his sons. I love that. Nepotism at its, at its finest. <laughs> it's the way the world should be, right? Yeah, it should be. You should always put your friends on, your friends and your family. You know? I'll tell you what, you always get better service at a family business. That's true. When you walk into one of these chain restaurants or whatever, it's a disaster. Nobody cares. A comedy don't always work that way. Chris Rock and his uh, brothers don't work together, right? You don't see that in comedy very often. You don't you see don't them working. I'm liking it. No, no, I'm just saying. No, but he went after him. I mean, he, he's trying. No, it's an observation. Tony Rock don't open for Chris Rock, right? It don't work like that. Family with every business. I don't know what their their deal is. I never, I've, I've never even seen them together. Hmm. Maybe one of them should get smacked. <laughs> maybe it's the, maybe it's the same guy. <laughs> I'm still fucking mad at Will, Will Will Smith or whatever his name is. He's a Philly guy. Is he Philly? No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's from Philly. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, West Philly. Yeah, West Philly yeah. Overbrook. What a bad, what a prick. We should, we should get him on the show and you can we can yell at him. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I watch I watch that now and it's it's awkward. Yeah. It was, it was so bizarre. And the it fact was, that people stayed there and took like half the room was gone. What's his name? McCullough, uh, Sulu McCullough, he was a writer on it. Was like, what do you say? Good shot? It's fucking it was about a year for that, right? Well, what, where I felt bad is like the people that won awards and had to follow that. Oh yeah, it was like, like being like, over your friend's house when you were a kid and their parents get into a fight and then talk to what's going on. You're like, well, hey, you want to go play Star Wars, bro? You're no, I just want to leave. <laughs> my mom's cooking. I don't care. We got food at my house. Can I leave? <laughs> That happened a lot growing up in South Philly. Wow. <laughs> that is a great observation. That's so true. But I'm saying, imagine like winning, winning a, a, an award, everything you worked for your whole life. After that, you have to go up and tell a speech. That's your moment. I won an award called, called the Ace Awards, <laughs> and then, I'm serious. I was in the bathroom talking to Gary Shandling, and they're going, and the cameraman go, "Dom, you're up." So I was so late for the to re receive it. They go, "Here you go." I went, "Oh, thanks a lot." I, I didn't have time to say they, you know, they were pulling me off. It was uh, it was one fucking chance of glory, and I, I missed it. What um, <clears throat> what was it? What was it for? What what show? It was like a cable uh, show. For, that you did, right? The HBO special I did. Oh, 
Ask me how I did. Uh, Dom, how'd you do? I don't want to talk about it because it would be conceived to bragging and it wasn't not bragging, but it's something special. I heard you killed. That's what I heard. No, I'm not killed. Well, yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> what what like, what what's killing? What is killing? What's considered to me? Killing is the, it's the audience stands up and gives you in, in the middle of your act because you're so good. <laughs> this whole thing, you know, because they looked at some some guy said. Well, I heard him say this when he was getting pay, paid by the by the club owner. He goes, the club owner said, "How'd you do?" He goes, "They were very polite." <laughs> but that's not what we came here to. Be. We went a little, little more than that. They were attentive. They were very attentive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they listened. Oh man! But you ever have a crazy one where you got you got kicked out before the thing was over? Well, like I an, audi kicked, uh, an audience member. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of them that uh, when the, I, I offended somebody's wife, the president, and she's screaming, and I had to get out past her screaming and get, get my check. My you left. left. I left. Who was it? The pre the president's wife? No, no. This this is there's two different things, but the one that was the worst of these women. You know those saris they wear from Pakistan and all. Yeah. One, mm -hmm. one, they, they, the women were sitting there. And this guy, like, like he was having a heart attack, he grabs his checks and goes, I you can't believe this. You said this in front of my people. You know, and then I ran out. I got with the money. It was oh, like $2,500. Oh, it was, oh, it was a private gig, like a private I, I said party. to the guy, I see, I said to the guy, uh, the uh, guy who booked it, I said, are you sure? I said, are you sure you, you saw me? Oh, yeah, yeah. To pinch a love to cut. I said, yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't work for two, two lines. Boom, I was out of there. I never hear good stories with those private parties or like I, cor corporate you know. gigs. Are they are they ever fun, Simone? I are did they? one in Philly for a sports agent's son's wedding last year, like during the NLCS. So we were watching the Phillies game at the bar downstairs, and they were winning, and then went upstairs, and it was great because it was like a nice family. Mm -hmm. They were all Philly people. It was great. So you, you don't you don't you don't mind shows like that? Sometimes they can be hell gigs, yeah. can't they? Oh, sometimes they're a disaster. They have no concept. Like you were talking about that giggles room or whatever, the small room, eighty seats, and it's set up perfect for comedy. I did a corporate in Orlando where the stage was like one of those like TED Talk stages, like a giant stage with a movie screen behind you and stuff. But the closest table was like a hundred yards away and it was the big circular tables and there was a buffet in the background and it was like performing in a airplane hangar. It was terrible. Mm. And no, and they had a dance floor between me and the tables. And I just, <laughs> oh, just give me the check. I'm here for the money. Goodbye. Well, I, my cousins booked me. I did the sons of Italy. So I had to do them a favor. That's great. They didn't have any, there was no stage. So I'm standing there, you know, when I usually, at least there's a stage you're taller than, I'm like short, shorter than a lot of guys. I'm talking, hey, have you ever noticed? That <laughs> fucking horrible. Yeah, we'll put you over there in the corner. It's perfect. No, it's not perfect. We need a stage. <laughs> they thought you were plating the pasta. <laughs> it is amazing how little things you need for a successful comedy show, and there's clubs that don't even get it. The oh, lights yeah. are right. The microphones, they don't seat the room right. It's just basics, and they don't even do that. Hmm. I, I like condense and tight. Yeah. Like, like I think Helium and Philly has a great setup. Yeah. 
because you're like breathing on top of each other. You're sitting with strangers. <clears throat> like when it when it's wide, when it's a wide room, I in my I feel like it's tougher. Because yeah. you can converse in your own element when it's big like that. You know, people can easily get distracted or like the wide rooms tend to be the toughest. Yeah, because no, I think no, I mean I <laughs> no, I think you're right, like no no, no. all close together. What if there's one good laugher, he'll get other people laughing. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I usually get. Here's one. All I need is one. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> Dom, you like big big rooms or you like it more tight? Uh I'd rather have a big bigger room. I don't like I don't like what I hated was that gig we did with the uh folding chairs. Oh Philly. Talk about live. uncomfortable fucking room. Casinos usually have good setups though, right? Well, yeah, this board, was board, a ballroom. The Borgata is kind of like that too, though. You know, I mean, it's no, like a they, ballroom they, with they, like they have the stadium seats, but they have like the same. They're not oh, folding. That, yeah, that's a, that's their big room. I did the, the thousand seater. Oh. It was a four thousand where they had like the Eagles and all that. That's hmm. Not the football players, the, the the group. The band, yeah, yeah, the band. Take it easy. So yeah, I saw uh, Seinfeld there at the Borgata. That was a couple months ago. How was he? Uh, amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was an all, all new hour. He said he um he's coming out with a. Uh, a T or I'm sorry, a, a movie on Netflix about the creation of the Pop Tart. That's uh that's that's the 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 new movie he's putting out. It's it what has to do with, it has to do with a bit that he he wrote. He has this bit about how, how like uh how excited he was as a kid when the Pop Tart came on the market and he built a wrote a movie script about it. So how was the bees thing? I never saw that I never saw I never saw I never saw it either. The, the B movie, right? Yeah, Where, yeah, yeah. He, did the, he did the voiceover. He Jerry wrote said, it. No, no, he wrote that. That was his oh, movie. Really? Yeah, he wrote and produced that movie. I, I never saw it. Yeah, it's it. Seinfeld hasn't done much acting since Seinfeld, right? Well, I it's think really, he gets residuals on that the show that he did oh, 10 yeah. years, 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, oh, yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, 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 yeah. He prints it. <laughs> my, my, my cousins, I was working in. Atlantic City is a thousand seater, and I, my cousins are you know 12, 12 years old. Hey, Uncle Dom, how much do you make for this? I said, What do you think I make? Can you, I don't know, a couple million. A couple million. I said, well, Look at this place, it's a hundred a thousand people. You know how expensive to, to get to a hundred? Are you crazy? Yeah, well, I don't know. I thought it was like a big deal or something, <laughs> <laughs> not that big a deal. No. Don't have a hundred million bucks. Not that big a deal. <laughs> I, heard, I, I heard Leno on a on a podcast say that he never spent his Tonight Show check. And yeah, he, and he lived <laughs> off he lived off his stand up his whole life. That's because he was... never put out any food, right, Dom? Did he? Did he tell us that? He never <laughs> oh offered God, a meal yeah. to anybody. That's why he's got so much money. He's a cheap bastard. Well, Se- Seinfeld. When I moved there, Seinfeld was showing me the ropes, and one was to go up to. His, uh, Leno's house, but I said, Jared, the, the last time I was here, he had no no food. Let me let's get let's buy some food because uh, he probably has some. And he, we said, you got any food? He goes, yeah, yeah, we're, we're fine. You know what his food was? The Doritos. He had commercials. It was um, the whole place was packed with Doritos. Cheap fucking guy. Nobody had food. You know, for an Italian, started having anxiety attacks. <laughs> My hands were sweating. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Well, he's half Scottish and half Italian, I think. But he ain't, ain't that much Italian. Uh-uh. I remember when we did that gig for uh, the Flyers, the Claude Giroux Foundation. Oh, yeah. I just knocked on your door and I had a roast pork sandwich. I was in town for 10 minutes. <laughs> it was like Mr. Irera. Where was that? The Spectrum? We did that at, uh, that was at Helium. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a really fun game. I never got into hockey either. Never appealed to me at all. It's fun to watch in person. Like the, the live hockey games are, are fun, but it's too quick on TV. It's just like dun dun. dun, dun, yeah. dun Play you know? playoff hockey when your team's winning. There ain't nothing That's like right. it, man. That's when right. they start beating the shit out of each other, and oh my god, wow. I, I like physical physical sports. Not because I'm from Philly. I just you know, fo- football is my number one game in my opinion. Yeah. I like pro football. Yeah, not just football. The pros. I, are- I I never got into college, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no, not in. We know, we know, we know that. We football. know, Steve. We know. We Brian, you just shut your mouth. You're getting really tough over there. What the fuck? Hey, oh, <laughs> that's a great expression. Really tough. They're going at it again. <laughs> Dom makes fun of me because I use that quote, Steve. I'll throw him through a wall. <laughs> he says right. a lot. Of, a lot. He says a lot of people use that loosely. Have you ever seen a hole in a wall? That's definitely a person. That's where the hands were. It's just like <laughs> my buddy Joe threw me through a wall in college. <laughs> did, did he? No, he didn't. You're full of shit. No, it was cheap. Uh, I got to hear this story. Were you drunk? I don't even remember what we were doing. I just remember being nervous. And my buddy Nor had to patch it up. And then once I ran through a wall at the in the library in college for laughs because it was like I got up. It was like kind of where, my buddy where did you go to school? It, and I, you know, I was just an idiot that wanted friends. And I was like, you don't think I'll smash it? And I ran through the wall and I got so scared. I didn't think I'd go through it like the Kool Aid Man. I just popped. <laughs> Off and I walked out. I didn't even say a word to any of my friends. <laughs> I just left the scene. Well, I was telling you, I got these guys talking about drinking and fighting. And I this guy, I finally said, How, When's the last time you had a fight? He goes, I don't know. So, what grade were you in? He goes, I go, he goes, second grade. How can you still talk about that second grade? You're fucking 45 years old. I remember when I was working at the gym in Hollywood and you came in and you had just gotten off the phone with the legendary Mr. Bud Friedman. And and he was talking about being from Brooklyn or something or tough or whatever. And you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. He says, you know, I'm from uh, I'm from Bar- the Bronx. I said, but you're also 75 years old. <laughs> you know, kind of, you, you live, the geography doesn't matter at this point. You're lucky you're standing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> Domerere, everybody. I'll oh, be at Slappy Bananas tomorrow night. <laughs> who's uh, who's booking that? <laughs> yeah, right. Get a guest spot. You still, you still, you work all, all clean, right? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Steve, did you ever work dirty? Like in the beginning? Yeah, of oh, course. Okay. Yeah. That's good though that you pulled that out. I mean, you could do like like Brian Reagan has a has a good reputation and he's funny. 
Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. I'm I'm nowhere. I'm not as talented as Brian. What what made you switch it up, Steve? Uh, there was a couple, a few reasons. It was um, I remember when my first album came out, and uh, I sent I sent a couple to my mom, and it was put like my material was already pretty much clean, but there was just like a couple strategically placed f bombs. My mom, you know, my my family's cool, but my mom couldn't play it for her friends. And I was like, oh, that kind of hurt a little bit. Because it was like, I was in the 14 years of starving in LA. At least I wanted to make my parents happy. And I didn't. And then, um, so that sort of planted the seed, like do something that my mom could appreciate. And then I started to uh, volunteer at Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. And they, they were sort of like treating me like I was a celebrity, but I wasn't a celebrity. So I was like, I better make sure uh, I clean my act up in case somebody, because you know, some people are just uptight and they can find a clip or something. Or, and then um, you didn't want him to say something like kind of like right. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got right. you. I have a, a buddy. My buddy Tony is like super Catholic and I was getting close and he works for like a Catholic production company. And he was like, I can't really, I don't know. So I gave up cursing one year for Lent. <laughs> I gave up cursing on stage for I'm Lent. sure God really appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to do something, and it changed everything. I was like, I don't need to do this. And then that was at the point, too, when I was, like, trying to get corporate gigs. trying mm. to, And I hated that anxiety I would feel before I went on stage where even if it was just opening up for somebody. Like, some headliners would be like, I don't want to feature to curse. I'm going to be the one that curses. So I'd be like, be, get anxiety before i went on stage like can i do this bit can i do that bit so then i just i just started to work clean hmm. that's it Seinfeld told me that he he felt pain in a, in a corner that he couldn't be dirty like in a, we were at the comedy magic club one night gary shanling was there and he uh what a show shanling seinfeld and irara but but uh gary said uh, they, they were booing jerry when he said you know funny in a funny way but not and Barry said, "Why?" He said, "Gary said, why are they why are they doing that?" And he said, "Because he he they expect him to be clean." Yeah. I said, "Well, you would be like a you're just the opposite because you think I'm dirty." I said, "Yeah, you're filthy." <laughs> he got really like Barry was so nuts. He just Gary was so nice. he walked was around like I don't think I'm that fucking dirty. Oh, and I said, "Fuck shit," you know, like. <laughs> He was just he, he you know because Jerry did, he, he says he wishes he wishes he was not he wish he wasn't just uh, what's, what's the word like clean icy, icy clean yeah so uh, he, felt yeah. Like he was robot. his dirty stuff is great though I think it's awesome I mean yeah, when fun. you do when you do hear it, like uh, in the show that I saw he he had some material that was definitely you know like blue or or, or whatever and it was it's it's good. You know, his dark stuff, I think, is you know, because you also don't expect it, I guess, from him, yeah. you know, so it's yeah. it, it's good. But he cursed, but also very rarely in his show, maybe three or four times. But yeah. it was, you know, it, it, it was, I'm I guess. Surprised it did it What's that? I'm surprised he, he did it that much. I think was watching his um, HBO special when he first came back. He got heckled at governors and he didn't know what to do. Because he's, you know, he's never, he, he hasn't been heckled in 40 years, you know? Yeah, right. It was a really awkward moment. Hey, what do when, I got to do? Anybody ever see that? Uh, It was, did he leave it in his special? 
the heckle? I think he did, yeah. They, they oh, might have, yeah. cut it out after that, but mm-hmm. pretty, no, pretty, I'm pretty sure I saw, saw him do it. Oh, we were the, very on the, uncomfortable. On the, on the documentary Comedian when he came back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember okay, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was tr- uh, trying to build an act. Oh yeah, after, it was when he was doing... building it when he was building his hour, right? Yeah. That one? Yeah, oh, okay. When was the last time you got heckled, Dom? You had a you had a heckler. Uh I don't know. Not usually not they, they, they I get that where they, they do one of my bits to me. Hey, do uh, enjoy a bag of donuts. And I go and uh, you know well, how's, how's it gonna be funny when you just gave it a punchline? Like uh, you know, there's, there's I don't usually get like guys going, "You suck," you know, because right, you know, because I'm so gigantic. Because you're so huge. I stopped in the middle and I I clung there. That's what I did in my life. Like, what's what's the craziest see, like thing you ever seen at the store? You guys, like, you hear about all these crazy stories. Well, I said, people, you know, people with guns out and stuff. Then it was, it was in crazy the show, in, in the show, in the showroom. And the the, uh, the the cocaine days, people were, were just crazy. You were there for some of that, Steve. I was there uh, the first Friday after September 11th. Mm. And Freddie Soto, God rest his soul, was on stage. And he started to get heckled by uh, a gang member. Mm. And and the guy was, he was like calling Freddie a coconut, right? He was like, hey, coconut, coconut. <laughs> but then, so then we're trying to break it up. And I remember Mike Duffy, who's now like a pretty big producer. He was a door guy at the store then. He's a Philly guy. We jump and we're two little guys. We're trying to hold this dude back. There's There was no real security at the store then. Then we sort of get everything calmed down. But then this monster out of the back who had literally just gotten out of Chino or something. Guy was like six foot four, tattooed all over. Then he started a fight again with the guy for starting the fight. But we couldn't do anything to him other than we kicked out the little guy and let the big guy take the little guy's seat. We got a better seat out of it. I was like, I'm not getting choked out for five bucks an hour. And then later that night in the original room, Eddie Griffin was on stage. And we had a door guy, God bless him, my buddy Don, who was a legit tough guy. I was managing that night. And he goes, Simone, I'm telling you, if these guys say another word, I'm going to war. And there was a, a street gang in there, like eight dudes in the back of the OR. Don goes over. He moves the table. He grabs the one guy. Everybody else jumps on top of him. All the door guys froze. I go, that's it. Call, tables are going, classes. I jump in. I go, call the cops. I turned on the house lights. Show was over. And Whoa. it was like a scene in a Western movie where people are swinging chairs. It was like a bar room. The whole original room went out. Me and Don, I'm not, I'm just trying not to get hit and I'm throwing guys out. And then, uh, Brett Ernst to the rescue. Brett Ernst was there with like one of his buddies from South Florida and they get in the middle of the mix and they were literally back to back, just throwing shots. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. If you got warrants, they're putting cuffs on you. Get out of here. Get out of it. It was chaos. Remember the night uh, Kirk Kirk Douglas's kid went off on black guys? Remember that? Well, he, they didn't do anything. He was like, going to call him every name. And, and he, he goes, look, this is fucking co- comedy. I'm thinking, no, it ain't. It's fucking hate. And uh, then one kid would go on stage. And they wouldn't. They didn't hit him. He had his puppy. On his, they, they didn't punch him. They punched the puppy. 
<laughs> what? Right? And, then, and then they took the whole thing out. So you never, never heard this name? No. Uh, the cops punched knew the who puppy? he was. They punched the fucking puppy in. Talk about an ugly moment. My what, dog. What, what, what kind of dog was it? Oh, like a I don't know, one of those little poodles with a lot of shit in their fucking hair. And I don't know. It was a gay. It was a gay dog. <laughs> it was a little. I remember my favorite cop story at the comedy store. This was like probably twenty years ago. And like you, you know this, Tom. But like the comedy store is kind of like an orphanage for grownups. Like nobody has anywhere to go, especially in there. Yeah. And uh, we had closed the club down. It was back when Peter was still living behind the store. And Dave Scott, there was a manager at the time who was like a really nice guy, but like super clean cut, like former Army Ranger guy, wore glasses. And he'd be like, yes, sir. No, sir. And he he was like the perfect guy managing the club for all the lunatics. And uh, he closed down the club. It's probably about 2 o'clock in the morning. And nobody really had anywhere to go. So we were still just hanging out in the parking lot. And after about like 15 minutes, the alarm went off in the building. And Dave goes, ugh. Because we thought it was probably a comedian sleeping in there. Does that make sense? No, he just wanted to turn it off before the alarm woke up Peter Shore. So he runs in, turns off the alarm, comes back to hanging out in the parking lot. And West Hollywood Sheriff rolls up. And they shine the lights on us. And they were like, uh, and, you know, Dave's the perfect, you know, he's like, hello, officer. And I'm the manager of the building. Is this in response to the alarm? And the cops were like, yeah, we got to go check it out. Do you mind letting us in the building? Sure. So Dave walks him around the back, back when you would walk down the alley behind the store to had that lock like a one-way lock so he lets the two cops in and he goes you know what we better stay here in case they arrest i'm not going to mention the comedian's name who was homeless at the time so we're we're hanging out there and then another cop car shows up hmm. they were like they're chasing somebody so dave lets them back in so now we now we stay in the building with the other cops at the back of the or steps and you could hear four cops running like with their keys and stuff like in those rovers like we got a 10 10 in progress and like you're like freeze like all that stuff we're like what's going on if, if, oh jeez. so we're like just just say you're a comedian why are you running you idiot so as that's going on third unit pulls up and this dude looks like he played defensive end in college six foot five he ducks under the door got the cop haircut he goes uh which way and we just point to the steps it's him and another guy so now there's six cops running through the whole blacked out comedy store. After about 20 minutes, they come down the steps all single file, you know? And the ship supervisor was like, he's taking his little notepad out. And, and Dave Scott's like, oh, well, what was the issue, officer? And he goes, I don't know how we're going to write this up. He goes, we for sure were chasing somebody. But as soon as we cornered him and put our lights on him, it's like he disappeared in front of our eyes. Oh, God. And Dave goes, well, you know, this is the most haunted building in Hollywood. With that, the big cop that was at the back of the line goes, I told you. And he pushed everybody <laughs> out of the way and ran out the back door like Scooby-Doo. I haven't heard that story, but I've heard I've heard other other stories about the store, about that. Oh, yeah. We used to bless ourselves when we walked by and he was doing some devil material or whatever. Me and this I guy, Mark King. Groceries when I was in there. Yeah, what do you what do you what do you guys think about LA with that? Because they're, they're always every time I go there, there there seems like there's a little some weirdness out there. 
There's some, there's some, there's some weird energy in the air. Well, if there's something, yeah, I felt something. I never, I, I felt like you, you, you go your way, I'll go, I'll go mine. I didn't fuck with him, whatever, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Put it to you like this: mm-hmm. I got my Padres T-shirt on right now. I'm not playing any game. <laughs> yes, but why, why I don't curse on stage? I'm playing. Bet, for you, bet, bet you got the babes crawling all over you, huh? What's that? <laughs> what, what is that? Who is that? Padre Pio. It's one of my favorite saints. I'm wearing my favorite seat. <laughs> That's really nice. Where'd you get that? I, 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 there's a t-shirt guy that comes around the uh, store that I hang at. So I said, I, I said, can you put this on a shirt? I want to break Dom's balls. He said, you got to buy six of them. So I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send, I'm going to wear it myself. Yeah. I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send Brian one. My dad told me I had to give him one. I'm going to send Simone one. Yeah, I'll buy one. Oh, half price. Give one to Eleanor next time I see her. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you should give one to every guest and make them wear it on the show. <laughs> I got Rodney on mine. Got oh, you got 10 a, of those. You got a Rodney shirt? Yeah. Who do you think your favorite comedian was? Was, was it him? Like your favorite person to watch? Well, he's pretty interesting. I mean... That that one thing could carry carry so much of, a, of the weight of any anything he does. I mean, he can always go back to that. I can tell you, I was how are you doing? Oh, good. Last week was terrible. I don't want to do the impression because people do that so fucking well. <laughs> but uh, he would never know how much people loved him and you know thought about him. You know, like he he was so insecure he wouldn't believe it. You know, for mm. a guy that famous, yeah. He made a lot of money too. He was still asking for cash sometimes with fifty thousand. What the fuck? We'll see. Yeah. Did any clean comics like work out at the store, like a Bill Cosby? Like, was was there a lot of that? uh, Or was was the the store more known for dirty stand? No. I mean, it just went through different phases. Like with Sam Kennison, that was like a gang kind of thing. He never bothered me. He was fine with me, but you know, there there was a group that they they hung together. Do you remember any of them? I got there in two thousand. I got there when the the like everybody. The only people that hung at the store were the people. Like they were like it, the show's over. I remember Mike Ricker going, "We showed up fifteen years too late." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it really did go in waves. I mean, when. When Joe Joe Rogan and Bill Burr and those guys made it brought it up again, it was amazing because they were they were dead on their feet. What yep. year was oh. that that those guys were kind of coming up? Was that like around two like two thousand two thousand one or was it was it before that in the in the nineties? Well, Joe was out there, and they used to call him the, my little ball of anger because I would take him in. And he used to when he was angry at the world. I mean, pot and having kids just changed him completely, and it was all positive, all good for for him and his family. But uh, it was it was a different vibe, you know, with Carlos, and it's it's really good now. Matter of fact, I'll be on the second show Saturday night. <laughs> this week, I'm gonna kill. <laughs> so, what do you Steve, consider? What do you consider coming? Killing. Killing. What do you, you consider, Simone? What's killing? I don't know. Standing up. I guess so. Right. I, I don't know. I guess- I don't know. I just guess you know when you know. Been a few times where I felt it. 
What's what's the most uh, memorable uh, set you had at the store? Looking back, uh, I got two of them. One, I, I did get a standing ovation following Louis C.K. about ten years ago. Wow! Wow! I want to hear that. That was that was awesome. Because I remember uh, Louis gave me a very nice intro. Did he get? Did he bump? Did he like bump into the lineup? Or was he a pop? It pop. He in? was a pop in. And uh, he did pretty long. So a lot of the comics kind of left. They didn't want to stick around. Mm-hmm. And I remember just, yeah, I was sitting in the back as a comedy fan, loving it. And I, I go to like Jeff Scott or whatever. Who's going to have to follow this? And he was like, you. I'm like, me? I got to follow this? Because there was like four other names between me and Lou. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I remember when Louis, you know, wrapping up, he goes, who's next? And Jeff Scott, God bless him, God rest his soul, goes, uh, Steve Simone. And Louis goes, who? And it was a genuine, it was a genuine who? Like, and the audience laughed. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, just because I don't know who this guy is doesn't mean he's not a great comic. And Louis said, he was like, it took me a long time to become a regular at this club. And he goes, so if you're a regular at this club, he goes, it means you're funny. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit in the back of the room and watch this guy. And I want you to show him the same respect that you showed me. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Simone. It was a great, great introduction. Wow. And I wound up getting a standing ovation. So that one sticks out. And then the last time I really had a deal, the last time I ever dealt with a heckler aggressively was before I was even passed by Mitzi. We used to, they used to call it friends and family, like right after the open mic. And you could do like five minutes instead of three. And I was like trying to do positive comedy in the OR and it, these are the dark years of the comedy store and I got heckled by a lady and, my fr- and this like right around the time I started going back to church and I start to lean into her right and and then it dawned on me I go and as I'm you know attacking her I go I don't even know why I'm saying these things because anybody that'd be as miserable as you or, or anybody that would say something that mean to me has to be very sad on the inside and you don't do that for you you probably need is a hug and i'm sorry i don't know where you've been what whatever and i'm and i'm starting and i'm turning it and i'm going i apologize you don't need my anger what you need is my compassion and i would love and she came up on stage i gave her a hug instead of honestly god true story the whole audience is going crazy because we had a genuine emotional moment this lady's (laughs) holding back tears and the best thing was there was a waitress there named joy Okay, so like 10 years after that really happened, I'm telling the story to a young comic and Joy, the waitress, turns around. She goes, I was in the audience that night. I saw you do that. And that's why I wanted to become a comedian. Wow. So they're my two favorite with my, my sets. And then my- I don't think, think we got anything to borrow. <laughs> what do we do after that story? <laughs> No, it's a good story, but I don't I don't know how to follow it. Anybody suggest Steve me? Steve, you got any dates coming up? Uh I got a couple dates where I'm featuring for my buddies. And then I know in August I'm doing a benefit for the firefighters at uh side splitters. But July I'm just I'm doing some shows with Paulie, I'm doing some shows with Ryan Sickler. And that's it. I'm trying to put together the new hour. And you're starting the, the your podcast that you were talking about. Are you uh, starting that back up? Yeah, well, I'm I'm actually starting a new podcast about God. It's called Heaven Buddies. About God? Yeah. 
it's like what? sports yeah. talk with God. Because I don't it's really like what? Know. It's, it's going to be like sports talk radio, but about God. Just people talking about how they live their faith. That's it. Cool. Having awesome. buddies? Are you, are you like like a fanatic now? Mm, that's a good question. Almost, kind of. Yeah. I really, like, I, I mean, all my friends, I, I, yeah. I, I go you to say school. a prayer for us, please? Oh, I do all the time. I really Steve, do. Steve, next time you come back, we're going on a food binge. Uh, dude, there's so many of your South Philly spots I got to I gotta go to. Uh, I, thanks, thanks for the plug. Dude, they're awesome. Like, And, and I want to get a suit from your guy. What's his name, Pasquale? Yeah, Pasquale, yeah. Shunk Avenue. Yeah, I got to get a suit. Taking Dom in there. Dom, you got any dates coming up before we close out? I'm doing the Montreal Comedy Festival. And, awesome. uh, I have the wrong dates, I think, but I'm going to go up there and see my ex-girlfriend. Maybe give her a shot or two. Come on, sir. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I hit it right Steve, ahead. Steve, thank you again. Steve I Simone. Love you guys. Thank you. Mr. Yo, Dom, over here. Hey, hey Dom. Hey. Yo, Dom.